first we have Karen decides to test the loyalty of the sysadmin from LC Ross. This interaction occurred a few months ago now and I was recently reminded of it so here it is. In our environment, we organize IT-related equipment through a simple system. Equipment purchased by departments other than us with grant money got a red tag, equipment acquired by other departments on their own dime got yellow tags, and equipment we supply has green tags. It's rudimentary but it keeps organization simple enough. These tags follow a basic ID structure too, the third letter at the beginning of the inventory tag changes based on what type of tag it is. So one day out of the blue, a department head contacts me about a missing laptop. We'll refer to her as Dollar Karen today as that's how she was behaving. Dollar Karen shows me a receipt of laptops she had ordered and claims one specific model is missing and that they can't find it in their department. Dollar Karen had been so kind to append the PDF receipt with the proper inventory designations pertaining to said laptops expediting what would otherwise be a giant headache. I notify her I'll look into it and scrounge around our inventory management system. Another important aside for today's story is that recently our new guy was tasked with setting up and deploying a remote access tool that was a lot more powerful than our typical remote support solution. This rat had the capabilities of letting a technician access a computer without the user's knowledge, letting you run and deploy updates in the background, heck it would let you delete files and folders on machines without even logging into them. It was also set up to where once it had been installed you would be able to remote into the device regardless if it was connected to our network or not, or even synced with our active directory. On top of this our avenue solution was modern enough to display the last known power on time of a device and the last user logged into it. With this knowledge at my disposal I was able to quickly ascertain that the missing device hadn't been powered on for a month and the last known user was someone from Dollar Karen's department. I shoot her back an email with this info, notably using cropped screenshots of these logs as proof of what I know along with seeing my boss and network admin into the chain of emails just in case Dollar Karen decided she did not want to be responsible today. Dollar Karen did not, in fact, want to be responsible today. Dollar Karen fires back an email quicker than I can get up to go refill my coffee. Dollar Karen's telling us that doesn't make sense, as last known user's last day at her department was coincidentally the last shown day that the laptop was powered on. Dollar Karen claimed that she must have given us the laptop to be wiped and baseline for the next employee and that it had to have been misplaced and configured for someone in another department or fallen by the wayside. I politely respond to Dollar Karen, letting her know that I double-checked our office and the laptop isn't here. My boss replied to the email too putting his foot down and reminding her that because of the policies in place the only responsibilities our department had regarding this laptop was making sure it worked and was set up to be used, all inventory management and any other responsibility fell on her department. Dollar Karen agreed to disagree, still absolutely certain that her department wasn't in the wrong here. I decided to respond one final time, assuming this would end the discussion wrong. I reiterate that our logs show the machine 1, hadn't been powered on in a month and 2, 
The last shown login was a user from her department, the rat that had been set up would also allow us to remote into the machine if it had truly been powered on at all, yet it also showed the machine as unreachable as it was not powered on of course. Dollar Karen didn't need to know we had this tool though. I continue, addressing the accusation that if the machine had wrongly been inventoried and sent out to another department, it wouldn't show up in the system with the original inventory designation, the computers were renamed to their inventory tags to keep consistency with everything. It would also show that someone else had logged into it, whether it was a local account or one of our admin accounts we used to do setups. At this point it seemed like she gave up this battle and for a week or so we had all nearly forgotten this back and forth occurred as typical work flowed through. This didn't last long though as Dollar Karen reached out to me on my personal cell phone while I was in our network admin's office going over something in Active Directory. I answered the phone and put it on speaker, without telling Dollar Karen. She opens up with a plea asking me not to tell my boss she called and goes on saying our log surely must be incorrect that there's no way her department has the laptop. I look at my network admin's face which is completely agape. I respond and tell her I can check our office one more time but that we really don't have this laptop and that the logs don't lie. I asked her why she didn't just reach out to the last known employee who used the laptop in the event they took it home with them and forgot to bring it back, or stole it, though knowing said employee that didn't really seem likely. She says something that I didn't really pay attention to and hangs up. My network admin's look of astonishment transformed into a belly laugh. He really couldn't believe the audacity of this woman and I couldn't either. I take it to our boss who calmly states that he'll take care of it. I think nothing of it and file this whole thing at the bottom of my priority list, I confirmed we didn't have this laptop and any more efforts spent trying to find it would be pointless. I push it to the back of my mind and continue on like nothing happened. After a month I began to notice that Dollar Karen was no longer addressing me personally and seemed to be avoiding our department. I asked my boss what happened and he told me that after bringing this to the attention of the board of commissioners, they sat her down in the public forum and let her know that if she continued to not comply with county policy she would be reprimanded. In the case of the board addressing a department head specifically, being reprimanded meant they'd be encouraged to quit or so my boss says. I've still barely heard anything from Dollar Karen to this day. If her department has issues. It's her employees that reach out to us instead. Next we have two windows one keyboard by COM123. I study second year at a technical UNI. I have always been tech savvy enough that I know my way around hardware and software and also in mechanical stuff. My friends are coming at me a lot for fixing their PCs or bikes. One day my classmate and friend, let's call him G tells me that his Legion laptop has keyboard issue, keys 1-4 are not working and he is taking it to the nearby IT shop for repair. That day I went to the same shop to buy some Ethernet cables and accidentally bumped into him to pick up his laptop. The guy at the shop claimed that it works now. We look at Ecother saying it was really fast. I suggested to try it out on the spot, but G wanted to go home fast. 
Next morning G texts me that his legion is really slow, he's missing his school files on the desktop, and those keys are still not working and do I mind coming over to take it apart and look up the issue since I also have a legion, though newer. I bring my tools and he starts the operation while I supervise him. G took of the bottom cover and it was a fairly clean gamer laptop with an M.2 SSD and a 2.5 inches SATA HDD. I love the sight of these machines. So much power packed into a relatively tiny place. I suspected from the very beginning that the keyboard's ribbon cable might be loose. We checked and reseated it, but it was still not working. At this point I had a kinda stupid but not completely illogical idea that the keys might been disabled by Windows or something. I quickly flashed a live Linux distro on a USB stick of mine and booted his PC from it. While in the BIOS menu to select the boot device, I have seen something that at the moment I thought it is irrelevant. In Linux the keys still didn't work, so for sure it was a hardware failure. We rebooted back into Windows and he showed me how painfully slow it was. I checked the task manager and showed that his HDD was at 100%. The only time I have seen something similar was when my XGF showed her laptop being slow. That one only had a single HDD in it. With a lot of cleaning and tweaking, I did manage to make it faster, but G's Legion had an M.2 SSD, not sure if SATA or NV but irrelevant anyway, so I didn't understand why the HDD. Then it hit me. The BIOS. In the boot order I have seen the ID numbers of the drives, which usually consists the initials of their brands. The second in the order was a WD, Western Digital, sign. In the task manager I could see the actual make of the drives and sure enough, WD was the SSD. I couldn't believe what I'm seeing. So I launched File Explorer and navigated to this PC. The Windows drive was 1 terabyte and the D colon backslash was only 250 gigabytes. Both of them consist in authentical Windows root folder trees. Though the HDD had some additional folders as it was supposed to be used as secondary. I asked G didn't you update to Windows 11 BTW? Gee, I did, but since yesterday it is Windows 10 again. I, oh my f god. I rebooted, changed the boot order to the SSD and Windows 11 was greeting us, with much much snappier speed and all the files back in place. The task manager showed that the SSD already finished booting, idling at a couple of percent and the HDD was not even used. I burst out laughing on the absurdity of this situation. My friend also cracks a short bittersweet laugh, though it was understandably furiating him, that he is basically back where the whole thing started. At least he got his money back when he reported earlier that they did not fix his issue. End of the story is that thankfully our legions have numpads, so he have another set of the missing keys to use. But using a faulty laptop in UNI is not a good idea. I suggested finding a donor and so we replace the keyboard, which he considers, but also thinking about getting a ThinkPad instead. Why does he have two copies of Windows, you might ask? This is a short story G told me on the spot when I asked him the same.
when he bought the laptop, it only had the 1 terabyte HDD. Then he got the smaller SSD, but didn't want to risk installing it as he have never done that before. So he took the Legion to a shop and asked them to move Windows onto it. Fair enough, they did install it and copied the operating system with all its settings and user files, but did not delete it from the HDD, and my friend didn't really think about it or noticed. Thanks for listening if you like it please subscribe or follow and continue listening to this podcast cheers.